Welcome to Lawyers Living Well, a production of the State Bar of Georgia's Attorney Wellness Committee and the Lawyers Assistance Program. Lawyers, this is your resource for all things wellness. It is our goal to encourage you to live well. I'm George Martin, the president of Corp Care Associates. My company is the one that is selected by the Georgia Bar to assist in the Lawyer Assistance Program by coordinating and providing a statewide counselor network. Our main line of business is employee assistance programs, and we work with other bar associations, um, other professional associations, and then private uh, industry and service organizations. We've been doing this for almost 30 years, and over that time, we've had the pleasure and privilege of helping thousands of people be able to take a circumstance in their lives and improve it instead of letting it uh, just destroy or further deteriorate their capabilities and their own personal sense of welfare. The Lawyer Assistance Program is a confidential program. It's been sponsored through the Georgia Bar for many, many years. And it is here to assist a variety of related personal issues or career career issues. So in a confidential setting with a private counselor's office, uh, located close to your community or an adjoining community, or even telehealth. In this day and time, we've been, our company has actually began providing telehealth services years ago. And now it's obviously come into fruition with uh, the concerns of the coronavirus. So we are a company dedicated to helping others. Basically, that is, that is it. We are strictly confidential, as I've already mentioned, but I say that again because it's the, it's the keystone to the success of our service. And it does, it costs nothing for you to utilize. It provides up to six sessions for, for you to use. Um, and, uh, again, uh, is located in, in the private offices of counselors within your communities and, or again, through telehealth means. I am hoping that this message is finding you and yours healthy, well, and be able to deal with the circumstances of this coronavirus in constructive ways. If it is not, let me please say that we would want you to contact us and let us see how we can be of help. Um, often there are times when some professionals decide to handle their own issues themselves, which most often that's, that's how we handle our problems, yes. But there are sometimes those moments when we really do need to reach out to somebody else and we would want you to regard our, our service as that kind of resource. And there's also the Lawyers Helping Lawyers program. That's a little different than the LAP. It is consist of, of uh, your peers who have also had various kinds of challenges in their lives and have been able to overcome those and who are available to assist and act in a supportive manner. So I would hope that you uh, would consider utilizing the LAP or the LHL in some kind of creative way to, to especially um, work through this current uh, un- and a highly unusual uh, results of the pandemic. When I 
stop and think about um, the last 30 days. Um, it is, a, uh, to say the least, strange. It has been probably one of the most unusual episodes in my life. And I hate to confide in you, but it, my life has lasted a long time. Um, and I want to say that I have seen some other kinds of episodes, as I'm sure you have too, that were somewhat similar. But this has a different touch to it that the others did not share. You know, I grew up in South Florida, and so I know what it was like to go through hurricanes and things like the Cuban Missile Crisis and um, and and uh, Cold War. You know, those kinds of of global and weather related incidents that definitely had some level of impact, and they created stress in our lives and so on. Well. Uh, I remember then, you know, more, unfortunately, more recently, 9-11 and how that, uh, where that especially impacted our, our friends and loved ones in New York and it was almost a, an immediate threat to them. Um, you know, we shared in our anger related to that episode, but it didn't really, we didn't really sense that direct level of threat in our own lives. So here we are, working from homes or wherever. We are avoiding people, wearing masks. We are washing hands repeatedly throughout the day and taking all these precautions that we know how to take to obviously protect ourselves. Because in this situation, it's not so where it is a global threat it's really a neighborhood threat. I mean, it could be the my next door neighbor who possibly has the infection or, or, or someone who's behind me in a grocery store line. It, is, it brings that level of threat to our doorstep. And that is disconcerting to obviously say the least. I mean, it is a, just a unusual time. I guess the only thing I could, and this dates me, can say that this was almost like a long episode out of the twilight zone and uh, without any uh, sense of end to it. And aren't we concerned about that? When you read and listen to the news, um, no, have we, uh, this day and time, we have say, stayed so keenly aware of medical research capabilities. Um, we are looking for that magic pill and we're hoping that these researchers will obviously come up with or create or locate or whatever to find that that vaccine which we which finally feels like it's going to protect us so in the meantime while we're waiting for that while we're trying to continue to protect ourselves and our families while we are remaining uh, uh, almost uh, locked in our homes and concerned about about resuming a normal lifestyle, we then are uh, having to cope. And I don't know how you feel like you are coping these days. I don't know if you feel like you are um, coping any better than when this first started or worse. I don't know if you feel as if your coping capabilities are stretched to the, to the, to the stretching point where they're about to break. 
We are definitely tired of staying in our homes. I understand that and not having the ability to really travel as maybe we, we would want to and return to a normal lifestyle as we want. But this is a time where it is definitely testing out everything we know about ourselves, about how well we cope, and then testing out the people that surround us, how our relationships are, how well we communicate with each other, um, and on and on. I had the privilege in my career to listen to a psychologist named Al Siebert. And Dr. Siebert was an interesting gentleman who um, actually spent his career focusing on one topic in life, and that was resiliency. And it was interesting, his, his story goes back to the jungles of Vietnam, where as a soldier, he left those... Um, those uh, heated moments and returning stateside decided to dedicate his life and his career to this one issue about how resilient are we? What are the qualities of resilient people? Dr. Siebert has written a couple of books on the topic and he has a website uh, that's called the Resiliency uh, Project. And, um, and if you're wanting to investigate more. Those are good places to go. He talks about some, you know, uh, 30 years of research um, into what he describes as the inner nature of life's best survivors. As in his regard has created a clear understanding of the human resiliency and how it develops. And he says that highly resilient people show many similar qualities. Now, I'm thinking this is especially relevant to us today. I'm thinking that, that as we are testing our capabilities to manage our lifestyle, to, to survive well this strange time, we then need to consider the idea of how resilient are we and what is the near future going to, to look like and be like. I think his work is especially relevant to our, cons our concerns today. One of the things he talks about is having a playful childlike curiosity. He describes it as asking a lot of questions, wants to know how things work, um, play with new developments, enjoy themselves as children do, have a good time almost anywhere, wonder about things, experiment, make mistakes, get hurt, laugh, and, uh, and ask what is different now? What, what, what if I did this or that? Who can answer my questions Enably uh, so. What's funny about this? This curiosity, we have seen it as actually expressed and shown examples of how people have been able to creatively deal with this pandemic. So Al Siebert has talked about the qualities of resilient people, highly resilient people. One of the things he talks about is um, constantly learning from our experiences, whether they are good or bad. It's like looking for what are the what the lessons are that uh, and from those experiences, and how those lessons inform of us of uh, the kind of person that we think we are. Even from the bad experiences, we discover what it means to have a sense of of strength and stamina and tenacity. Richard Nixon actually said it best uh, right after his his uh, resignation from the White House. 
in the presidency, he made a comment in a newspaper article one time. Uh, he said that fire makes soft iron into steel. Fire makes soft iron into steel. And no other uh, person I know of that could make uh, probably that kind of comment and, and understand what it meant. So we learn from our experiences. He also said adapting quickly is vital to be able to handle the stress and pressures, remaining mentally and emotionally flexible. And during this kind of time when we're impacted by this this virus, clearly that is something could not be uh, more relative to our experiences and so on. He thinks that it's important related to adapting uh, quickly is understanding how we can both be strong as well as gentle, how we can be tough as well as sensitive and so on. So this is a time when we clearly are experiencing um, a, the challenge of our lives and the testing of our capabilities to manage that challenge. He thinks, too, that our sense of self-confidence and self-esteem are imperative to, to uh, help us understand how we best uh, feel like we can handle these, these predicaments and, and the stress that's related to the pandemic. He thinks, too, that relationships and friendships help especially in having those trusted kinds of relationships with us maintaining a sense of, of perspective. I've always thought that there was a fine line uh, dividing perception and perspective. How I perceive the world leads to then how I, what I believe in the world, and that's then my perspective. So if I perceive the world as a negative place, my perspective is obviously going to follow suit. Clearly, this is a time when we, we want to reach deep, to realize that this time, this, these days will not remain the same, that this time next year will be different than where we are now. And in fact, 30 days from today will be different. In fact, on this day, the 21st of April, there's already, already conversations about opening up uh, some of the Georgia businesses. Whether that's good or bad, there's such mixed opinions about that, which only just results in more of our own confusion about how to resolve this for ourselves. So someplace our perspective will enable us to know how to, to keep our eyes on the horizon and hopefully remaining with a sense of optimi optimism towards the future. He thinks that also other things that are related to highly resilient people, all right, that's part of this pers perspective is believing that things will work out well, and that is self-explanatory. He thinks that um, we need to use our intuition um, and be able to trust our inner selves and our own inner capabilities to know how to handle ourselves and how best to, to protect ourselves. And in this day and circumstance, there's no question that that's the case. So when we, when we think about handling the day-to-day -day changes in our life, which are uh, such, a, such a different kind of time, clearly, then we want to think about how using our trusted allies in our lives, friends and family, colleagues, how we then 
uh, will that will enable us to maintain our balance because that feeds into our sense of perception of our surrounding uh, surroundings and and the challenges we're facing that will feed into a, uh, a perspective that hopefully will see us as remaining more optimistic than not. And look at the the fact that everything is changing, and we want to think then that it's going to be changed for the best. Now, if we're unable to do any of that, if instead we go the opposite direction, if we find ourselves becoming increasingly more anxious, if we begin to look at using other substances to help us deal with the stress inside, then, and these things are beginning to control our lives, please consider contacting your lawyer assistance program. And this is where we would be more than available to help connect you to those that um, are, des- are equipped to handle uh, in helping people through these difficult times. You can find us on the Georgia Bar website. It'll be easy to do. I am hoping that from that we all will see this coronavirus just finally fade away into a number of the other kinds of issues we've had to, to deal with. But in the meantime, remember we're here. We are here to help you. Help and uh, just give us a call if we can we can do just that. Stay well, be strong, and we'll see this day go through. Hi, I'm Lynn Garson, Chair of the Lawyer Assistance Program. Thank you for listening to this episode of Lawyers Living Well. If you need immediate confidential help, call the LAP hotline at 1-800-327-9631. That's 1-800-327-9631. You can also visit lawyerslivingwell.org for more wellness resources through the State Bar of Georgia. That's lawyerslivingwell.org. We hope you can join us next time.